you never met a quite like me. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I'm sure some of y'all are thinking right now, like, I wish I hadn't. Woo, we are live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios on a soon-to-be very stormy Tuesday morning here in central Mississippi. Hey, look, man, stay weather aware today. Whatever apps you may use, y'all know I try to follow the weather pretty closely. If you follow me on social media, I try to, I follow weather and I try to share what I follow <clears throat> and we'll, I'll be on top of it as best I can. So if you're not following me on social media, please do Twitter at save JXN Facebook, same thing at save JXN <clears throat> or search Clay Edwards or Clay Edwards show. I am easy to find. I'm the easiest person on social media to find. I'm all over the place. So <clears throat> I'll keep it up to date with the weather there. But there are some great local uh, weather folks. Uh, Brandon Walker over at WLBT. Patrick Ellis over at WLBT. Those are two great follows online for weather updates. All right. This segment can be brought to you by our buddies over at A1 Gear and Auto. Hey, look, man. You got squeaky brakes? They got you covered. Check engine light on. They got you covered. You need to replace your whole engine. They got you covered right there at A1 Gear and Auto. But look, man, where they butter their bread, what they're known for, it's even in their name, gear. Working on your ring and pinions, your transfer cases, your rear ends, your axles, your drivetrains, stuff of that nature. Get out there. Let them take care of it for you. Uh, you know, it's hunting season. Some of y'all finding out for the first time that your four-wheel drive don't work. Get it over there. Day one gear and auto. Let them get it working for you. You know, put some bigger tires on your vehicle. It ain't quite got that power. It ain't got that get up and go. It's missing that torque. Get over that A1 gear and auto. Let them get the right gear sets in there. You may need something bigger. You may need like a 474 or something. I don't even know if that's real. It sounds good though. Yeah, get over there to A1 gear and auto right there. Highway 49 in Florence. They're on Facebook too. A1 gear and auto. Great folks over there. 601. 939-1060. They do it all. They do everything except work on diesel engines. So get over there and see Justin and his team today. All right. So you guys know. I mean, it's no secret. I've never ran from it. Today's our 399th episode. Tomorrow will be 400. Uh, Wouldn't I... I would not even be doing this stuff if the man known as Polo and the Cypher Voice hadn't asked me to fill in on his radio show one day, back during COVID, during 2020 and all that. I had never been on a radio show, never done any of that. And I was like, yeah, man, I'll do it. And I just went there for 30 minutes and rambled on about why Jackson doesn't have a new Coliseum or a new new arena or anything like that and made a bunch of people mad. I was like, hey, I like this. I think I can do more of this. So him and I started hosting a a radio show every Sunday. It was two hours. We had to buy the time to do it. And uh, it did pretty well. We, did, we got very popular. And uh, when we quit doing that, it was hard to do stuff on Sundays. There was no hard feelings at that time. Uh, started doing the Save Jackson podcast and found my way here to WYAB thanks to Kim Wade. And the rest is history, as they say. <clears throat> I've even had Polo on this show a couple times. But somewhere... About this time last year, 
around November, around Jackson State homecoming, he turned heel on your boy. Started calling me a racist and all this stuff and spreading all these memes about me on the internet, which I don't mind. I'm a big boy. It don't bother me at all. But don't think you don't think we're gonna be boys. Don't think I'm gonna invite you to the barbecue anymore. Once you start spreading nonsense about me, trying to affect my sponsorships and all this, that, and the other. Well, we all know how that ended for Napoleon. He juicy got him whooped. You know, he ended up killing a man over a female. And that whole story has come out now. You know, but I found out something the other day. I may have talked about this on the show, and I want to give a warning label here saying allegedly, allegedly. Can't confirm this. Don't know if I'll ever be able to. But when he turned heel on me and started calling me a racist and all that stuff, he was doing it to some other local media personalities too, all white, coincidentally. He was being allegedly being paid by some, uh, let's say, important Jacksonians that just so happened to be the only people criticizing this administration, being paid to talk bad about us and try to affect our credibility. Well, fast forward again, we know how it ended for now anyway for Polo. He is uh, he's locked down at an undisclosed location. It's come out that he was a that he was an informant for the Hines County DA. All kind of stuff. Uh, Kingfish broke this story the other day. If that's what you want to call it. It was the transcripts of the court. And a couple of days later, WLBT has released a video. CJ Lemasters does a great job with this stuff too. He was another one that Napoleon constantly sought after and attacked. CJ is one of the best reporters around here. I don't always agree with him politically. But from an investigative reporter standpoint, we're dang lucky to have C.J. LeMasters in central Mississippi. So uh, this report is from WLBT, but it, I believe it was initially on jacksonjambalaya.com. But I'm tired of reading this morning, so I'm just going to play this. This is uh, WLBT. Reveal new information in the murder case against a local Facebook Live host. William Polo Edwards faces a first-degree murder charge and a jury trial next March. Investigative reporter C.J. LeMaster joins us now with these details. Well, this new evidence emerging in a court transcript, Three on Your Side Obtained, which details Edwards' actions in the hours before, during, and after Robert Davis's death. They also reveal something never before reported but talked about for months. Edwards was caught driving a truck that belonged to a Jackson pastor he had befriended. Dozens of pages of testimony from a court appearance last month give insight into the state's case against William Edwards, known to many here as the cipher on social media. That testimony also showing how a Hines County grand jury ended up indicting Edwards on first-degree murder by deliberate design for killing 45-year-old Robert Davis. A Clinton police detective said their investigation showed Edwards went to the home and disabled cameras there the day before the killing. Shadow Robinson said that the testimony revealing both Edwards and Davis had some degree of relationship with her. It also confirmed Edwards did all of this, including later running from police to Louisiana in a truck registered to New Jerusalem pastor Dwayne Pickett. Hold on, you mean Dwayne Pickett? The, 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 the same pastor that's up there with Chalkway all the time? The same pastor that, that um, Polo was running a... If I remember correctly, a allegedly 
a COVID test van out on the West Coast. That same picket, the same picket that is on a witch hunt for my Capitol Police jump out boys. That Dwayne Pickett. Well, that is mighty interesting. Thomas had a construction business as well as some other stuff that he worked and rehabbed houses. And his van and truck and stuff had broken down and he needed to use a truck. And I allowed him to use a truck way back in 2021. That's right. Pickett says Edwards had been using the truck for more than a year. He spoke exclusively with three on your side about the case, telling us he first found out about the killing when police called him. I told them I would try to make contact, whatever they needed me to do. But I really didn't know what, what had happened. You never saw that side of him? No, never. Yeah. Not one time. Never had a discussion like that. Never. Matter of fact, he was so respectful to me, you know, because one of the things where our conversation was, and, you know, you, you, we can't tear people down. We're going to help the community. We've got to try to build people. And I can't tell you the number of people that called me thanking me for the relationship. And then there's some people that thought I was horrible for even trying. But in my mind, it's what Jesus did. Now, Edwards, as you remember, ran from police after the killing all the way to Louisiana, where police apprehended him, again, still driving Pickett's truck. Clinton police did not charge Pickett in the case because they found no evidence he assisted Edwards in any way. Howard. All right. So. Sorry. Okay. So to, to that, look, all, in, in all seriousness, Pickett shouldn't be charged in that. I mean, look, I, I don't like it. I do not like his stance on on the stuff with the Capitol Police. I don't think he's a good person. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, anybody that's that anti-cop and that pro-criminal just can't be a good person in my book. I don't know how you balance that and being a pastor, but teach their own. He'll have to reconcile that. Uh, so I'm comparing himself to Jesus there. You know, him and Jesus can have that conversation at the end of this long, strange trip. <clears throat> but it would be very hypocritical of me to sit here and say that he should be arrested for Polo using his truck. I mean, now him and Polo did a podcast together, the Pick and Polo Show. I watched a couple episodes. Uh, and I, I trying to remove what, how indifferent Polo, he actually would call Pickett out on Pickett blaming all of Black Jackson's problems on white folks. He's like, no, that ain't the issue. So Polo would call him out on that stuff. And uh, that's how I got to know that I didn't care a whole lot for Pickett was based on his opinions about Jackson's issues. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. That story is available available at WLBT.com. If you want to read the full transcripts and really take a deep dive into what was going on at that time and what Polo was all involved in. Jackson Jambalaya has got a great breakdown of the whole ordeal. I'm trying to find the name of the title here. All right, here it is. It's called How Polo Was Caught. It's a good read. It really is. All right, let's take a call here on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hey, Kingfish. How you doing? This Clay, not Kingfish. Huh? You said Kingfish? Oh, you said this is Kingfish. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Duh, knucklehead. I thought you said good morning, Kingfish. I'm like, this is Clay. No, I've had a sinus infection, so it's kind of made my voice kind of nasal, you know? I got you. How you doing this morning, brother? Uh, getting over a sinus infection. It kind of slowed me down a little bit last week, so 
getting back up to speed. Well, it hadn't slowed down your content. You've been you've been pushing out some great stuff here the last few days. Uh, some of it, I wish I had. I wasn't pushing out. <laughs> Man, look, you know that that that, that one yesterday about the. T- about the murder of the twelve-year-old. That's that's just sick. That's just sickening. You, you hate writing that. I mean, it's just sick. Man, I was reading that last night. I texted you as I right as I got through reading it, just to tell you great work on putting that together. And I was going to save it for the show this morning, but I was so disgusted I had to put it on Facebook. And it's like I said, y'all need to read this whole thing and understand just how bad this really is. And uh, I think everybody that read it to a man texted me and was like, "Man, it was hard to get through that without crying." I mean. Yeah, I mean, you have these two people, 17, 21-year-old, I mean, which isn't really appropriate, you know, guy and girl. And they're living in this abandoned house, but they've managed to straight pipe the water, apparently, and they've and they've hooked up electricity somehow. So it's not like they're living in the wilderness here, all right? So then they're luring this 12-year-old kid, you know, they have a 14-year-old over there, and they get this, start texting this 12-year-old trying to get him to come over, and then, you know, they wind up killing him, allegedly. You know, then they go try to dump the body somewhere else down the street. I mean, that's just horrible. You know, and give JPD credit when the parents called. You know, JPD came and they started looking immediately. I mean, they did their job. But what was really crazy was in the media in court yesterday, it came out because I think the uh, woman, she started, she just kind of, I think she confessed a lot. But she starts talking about a murder and they realize there is another murder she's talking about. Apparently, her little seventeen-year-old stud, and and her, and I think her uh, her brother or the seventeen-year-old's older brother, but they want they want to carjacking this guy for his rims and killing the guy. I mean, blowing his brains out. And I mean, so I mean, so this went on the courtroom yesterday. So all of a sudden, the judge is signing off on warrants. They're issuing new charges. I mean, it was just nuts. So, the courtroom was packed yesterday. Well, so so what I took from that as as sad as all that was was the fact that the police actually pursued them after that first murder. Now, they didn't know that they had, they were murder suspects. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt here. But it was the no-pursuit policy where they decided to quit yeah. following them when it got too dangerous. Had they, you know, poop in one hand, pee in the other, see, see which one fills up faster. But had they caught them, there's a good, good chance this 12-year-old kid is still alive. Yeah. And I understand, look, I understand the arguments for and against pursuit. I don't believe in a blanket policy one way or the other. I mean, you got to keep them guessing, and sometimes it just might be too dangerous. But we're not talking about someone who shoplifted, you know, out of a grocery store. We're talking about, I think, stolen cars you should definitely pursue, period. Because often, if you're going to commit a serious crime, what are you going to use if you can't? A stolen car, obviously, especially now that we got cameras everywhere, you know? So this is where I disagree with them. And they sat there and just let them, I mean... You know, but that's not their the cop doing the chasing. I mean, that's not his call. I mean, his hand he's literally handcuffed. Uh, oh yeah, not, not, not the cop's fault. I, it's the mayor's fault. <laughs> I put that on the this this administration and their and their policies. Of and no pursuit. And if you and if you don't look, I understand some of the arguments against it, but you don't get out there and just tell them we have this blanket no chase policy because what are you doing? You know, you're telling the crooks out there, hey, we're not going to chase you, okay? I mean, leave them guessing for crying out loud, you know? Make them wonder some, all right? Yeah, don't advertise. Hey, Kingfish, can you stay on through the break with me? Yeah, sure. All right, hang on. We're going to come right back. Lauren, just wake me up. All right, we'll be right back. 
Hey, all right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. I got Kingfish on hold with JacksonJambly.com. When we come back, I want to pick his brain about some of the stuff going on in and around Jackson. You'll want to stay tuned on 103.9 WYAB. Rules went necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. Hey, real quick, man, you're looking for a stocking stuffer, a little late Black Friday deal, a little Cyber Monday deal, a little, like I said, a nice little stocking stuffer for the gun enthusiast in your family. Get them a, member, a membership to Boondocks Firearms Training Academy. They got the individual memberships starting as low as $25 a month and the trainers membership starting as low as $40 a month. You can find out all the details at boondocksfta.com. It's a whole lot of bang, or should I say it's a whole lot of pew pew for your buck right out there at Boondocks Firearms Training Academy on Highway 80. I'm sorry, Highway 18 in Raymond. All right, on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line, we've got Kingfish. Kingfish, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Thank By you, the sir. way, over at Boondocks, don't they allow it? Haven't they opened it up and let you use it as a range now? Yep, that's what these membership packages are. It's, uh, starting at $25 ah. a month, you have unlimited access to the range. They always thought they should have done that from the beginning because a lot of people would, you know, like to go out there. I mean, they have the steel targets for crying out loud. I mean, love to shoot there, and you, you know, you had to take these, you know, these training classes that weren't always cheap. You know, and a lot of people like me would have gone out there, paid the money, plus they had guns to try out. You know, I mean, it's a beautiful facility. It really is. Yeah. Well, the new owners and they've really got it together out there now and uh, tapping into its potential. So we're excited for them. All right. I just uh, I don't know if you were actually listening or not before you called, but I played the WLBT, uh, the CJ LaMasters story on Polo and Pickett. Mm-hmm. And I know you had a story up. You transcribed a lot of the trial no, I stuff. Bought, I bought the transcript from the court reporter. You did. And I, you know, I got a chance to read through it. What an interesting, interesting set of circumstances that led to that. Like I had no clue, and like most people, that he had gone in the day before. This murder was premeditated. Yeah, you read that transcript. It was yeah, it was it was premeditated. And going in and cut the cameras, and all that stuff. I mean, does yeah, that... what he had done the day before, folks, was he had followed her around the day before. She meant I think she shook him a couple of times, but then he went over to her house. He got in there, and he like disconnected her cameras so there wouldn't be any record of him coming and going. And there was some back and forth between those two that day. And then the transcript, of course, says the next day he comes up to the door and allegedly boom, 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 you know. Yeah, and then what allegedly stood over him and shot again or something like that. I yeah, and he said some, let's just say he did his best Samuel Jackson imitation from uh, Pulp Fiction. That's right. That's right. Man, what a what a crazy set of circumstances. And, you know, like I, I saw that WLBT was making a story out of out about him driving uh, past the pickets truck around <laughs> for a year. But, you know, yeah. they left they left out the other part about him driving past the pickets um COVID test van out to California and all these other well, places. Well, it wasn't part of the story, though. Not for this. You only have so much time on the TV. Yeah, true enough. What do you think about all that stuff, man? I mean, you know, I mean, Pastor Pickett can say what he wants to. I think the guy knew that he was going to go kill somebody. Like, heck no. I mean, obviously not. I mean, No, but, yeah, I don't either. I made that clear. No, I mean, he, he got in bed with a dog. And I mean, look, when Pastor, I mean, I remember Polo sat there and when when Matt Allen and Megan West, you know, got carjacked last year in Bell Haven at Halloween, you know, it was Polo that got up there was saying, yeah, they made it all up, blah, blah, blah. And Pat and Pickett was sitting there with his arm around his boy, you know, pounding around with him the whole damn time, you know. 
I mean, and then, of course, some of these other activists start picking that up, saying, oh, they made it up, which is disgusting when you think about it, you know? I mean, this family ghost that gets carjacked, their kids are traumatized. And, I mean, and these clowns get out there and start saying, oh, they made it up, they're racist, blah, blah, blah. I mean, seriously, this happened. You know, and Pastor Pickett was sitting there helping him the whole damn time, you know. I mean, so he knew, Pickett knows what he's been running around with for the last year, all right? He knows. Well, he, he, and he, he's don't just any of this ministering crap either. Yeah, I mean, not he liked murder his boy as a hatchet man is what he liked. Murder aside, he th- th- there was a reason why Polo was around. It was to, it was to spew the hate that they wanted spewed and didn't want to be the well, ones. Well, and do. you can also see him all of a sudden start turn into a pit bull that whoever Pickett doesn't like or the mayor doesn't like. All of a sudden, he starts turning into a pit bull on him. You know, on all of his little social media crap. You know, what I mean, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. What's really the guy didn't even try, when you read the transcript, he didn't even, in the detective's testimony, he didn't even try to hide evidence. They found the same bullets in his vehicle that came from the same box as the bullets at the scene of the crime. He found the same bullets at the, you know, on his kitchen table. I mean, he didn't, why didn't the guy, why didn't the guy kill himself? Seriously, because that's my thought. Because he did, he did all this stuff. He knew he was going to get caught. He knew he wasn't getting out of this one. I mean, I'm trying to figure out why he thought he could, Stay free, because now he knows he's going to be going basically life without parole. Could he get the death I mean, penalty? Could he get the death penalty over the premeditated part? Huh? Could he get the death penalty on this over the premeditated he could, part? We're in Hines County. Not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, not going to happen. Do you think this is just let's, let's just play speculation for a minute here? I know you don't necessarily hey, like doing hey, this, but hey, hang on, hang on. You know what's really sad is. I get the transcript, and I'm putting all this out there, okay? And you guys are all reading this, you know, seeing this going. And LBT followed it behind me and did their own version of it. And so, but what happens is these reporters were all in the courtroom at that preliminary hearing when it happened in October, okay? This was all said in open court. But how much of this are you hearing for the first time? You see what I mean? Yeah. I mean, why didn't they all report this? Well, he's a, on. he was an informant for Hines County. Just on, on the Greta Bully case, yeah. Okay, so he was an informant. Informant there, I, I, you know. This is just me here uh, again. Allegedly, just mm-hmm. play, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I make no bones about it. <clears throat> you know, he's he if he knows anything about anybody, he is angling all of that, trying to trying to get himself the best the best case the the, the best mm-hmm. plea deal. I mean, if I if if anybody that's been in bed with Polo, if it's the mayor, if it's Pickett, if it's any of them, and he knows something. He is going to whether it's it's jockeying for money to to have stuff while he's in jail or whatever. It's it's going to be very interesting to watch this thing unfold. Any idea when it's going to trial? No, I mean we're probably looking at year 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 and a half from now probably if it goes to trial. I mean who knows? I mean it may not go to trial. Yeah, I mean well, that will be. I wrong. mean that guy's. I mean he's. I think he's pretty much cooked. Would that would that be the biggest? or the biggest clown show circus trial that we've had around here in years? Uh, I have to go. I think, I think, I don't know. I can't remember who his lawyer is. I mean, if it's Fortner, then probably not. I mean, it depends on who the lawyer is. Yeah. All Actually, right. I think Sweet was, I think Sweet was his lawyer. I mean, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you got to remember that at that point, the lawyer is driving the show, not the client. Good point. I okay. mean, he. I mean, he. He's been pretty much. Beha- Whenever he's in court, and I've been to one hearing. He's 
he's behaving himself. I mean, that guy knows where he is. I mean, he's he's not a stranger to this system. Okay. <laughs> no. I, one one of the greatest moments ever was when he came in for his initial appearance. He's wearing that pink jumpsuit, and you got you, you've got David Archie and Malcolm there, and they <laughs> and there. they have that awkward <laughs> stare off. It was like an internet meme come to life. Yeah, and what's funny is you see when Phil Fisher became mayor. Um, that's one policy instituted was they, they use pink jumpsuits and no, the prisoners do not like it one bit. They, they really don't. But, um, yeah, I was there when that happened and, you know, it was, it was, it was pretty funny. I mean, and I mean, David Archie was just sitting there looking at it the whole damn time. And I mean, he, <laughs> I mean, I think, I think if there hadn't been some cops there, I mean, David might've let his temper go, you know? <laughs> Yeah. All right. So t- tell me this. Kind of change the subject. Oh, here. hang on. I got a funny David L story for you. I mean, you okay. seen it making the you seen that video last week making the rounds on Instagram. Uh, which one? Of, of David L that his wife put up. No, I missed that. Well, his wife. Well, she didn't get her divorce. Okay, she she's trying to get it on on in you know cruel and humane treatment and all that stuff, but she didn't get it because apparently the David L side was able to put on. A bunch of stuff showing that she did a lot of stuff to him too, <laughs> seriously. And so she didn't get a divorce, so she got on Instagram, started raising hell about it. You know, a white judge from out of town, blah blah blah. And then she put up these videos she'd recorded David yelling at her and stuff. And then she took it down because apparently the divorce is sealed. But when you read the divorce order, people I know who have read it, well, let's just say there's a lot of fault on her. Okay, and <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> That's funny. I'm gonna have to go check out that video. All right, real if quick. You, I, I'll have to send it to you. I mean, just you know, yeah, just don't post it. What were you gonna ask me? I was just gonna ask you. So the 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 state and the city have gotten out of bed with each other on this water deal. What's next for the water? I mean, we're waiting on we're waiting to see what the EPA consent decree is. I mean, I think the Biden people are doing everything they can to prop up the mayor and trying to make it look like so he doesn't look bad. But I think behind the scenes they'll be. They know what they're dealing with, and they know they'll be doing all the work, but they're trying to sit there and, you know, they want to help out their little mayor so he doesn't look bad to the press or anything. You know, they got to cover for him. You know, and the state's pretty much washed their hands of it, you know. And I tell you what, governor's people, they, they came in there, and they got that plant running, and they took it over. And remember Pickett, and then we're screaming and hollering at, you know, at the uh, Black Caucus in a damn meeting during all that for daring to ask the state to come in. Remember? Oh, yeah, I, I mean, remember. I have not forgot that. How dare you try to get help for this system, you know? They were more worried. I mean, to them, it's all about turf. You have to understand, not making things work. That's really how they think. And so what happens is the state comes in there, and they did a pretty damn good job. I mean, and it was it was worse than anybody thought it was at that plant. It was really bad. And yet they've been crapped on, spit on, insulted, trashed, you name it, you know? I mean, it's really – I mean – all they did was get the damn thing working and get water for the people of Jackson. Yet, you know, they're the enemy. Okay, whatever. It's going to be fun to watch that play out. Hopefully, uh, not at the expense of the water working. All right, Kingfish. Oh, got by a- the way, you see where yep. Houston's having the same problem right now? I, I did. I saw. I heard it yesterday, and it kind of went in one ear and out the other. And yeah, they I heard have, it again they have this morning. Just at their water plant. So all of a sudden, they're the whole. I mean, we're not talking Jackson. Here. We're talking Houston. Houston. They're all of a sudden without water right now. I'm not joking. And then Sheila Jackson Lee, she said they're passing out water. But you ready for this? You got to show proof of, vac- of, of vaccination to get the damn vac- to get the damn water. I'm not joking. <laughs> oh my god! 
shoot me now. I just look, Jesus, take me home. All right, Kingfish, I got to go, brother. Appreciate you calling All right, this morning. Have a great morning. day. The one, the only Kingfish there doing it like nobody else can. We appreciate him calling in. Be sure to check out jacksonjambalaya.com for the most in-depth, long-form journalism uh, in town right now. Uh, he does a great, great job. jacksonjambalaya.com. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.